my name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Philia. Hello, guys. And welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to taking a deep dive into open, honest, difficult, and fun conversations surrounding everyday life and relationships while navigating the waters of faith. So, Philia, what are we talking about today? Well, Yemi, we are still in the season of the power of parables, where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus Christ, and we put our current spin on it. Now, Jesus had the wisdom to simplify these profound spiritual truths with humanity in a form of these relatable stories that are a lot easier for us to understand. Jesus wants to teach people the importance of praying with the right attitude. So the parable of the Pharisee and tax collector can be found in the book of Luke, chapter 18, verses 10 to 14. And this is aimed at those who think they are very righteous and look down on others. So I will be using the NIV version, but feel free to use any version of your choice. And it begins. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at the distance. He would not even look up to the heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Amen. Hmm. Well, this parable told us. That's a word. I love it, right? <laughs> so it's basically, I love this because the tax collector is acknowledging that he may not be the best of the best. What he might be is a sinner. He is a sinner. He's in fact accepting that he is, but he's asking God to have mercy on him. He, you remember, humility is key. When you go to God, you got to humble yourself. You have to have humility because that is the only way God can be merciful on us. While the Pharisee feels that, oh, I fast, I give 10% of my earnings, I am good, I am faithful, I am this, so therefore give me this. And God is like, mm-mm, doesn't work that way, dude. Like, you could do all of that, but if you're not humble and you have no humility, then you have ruined everything that you're doing. And, and I think it's really important for us to remember that humility is key. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's, and there's no person who's righteous before God, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. God determines our righteousness, not ourselves. And so the fact that he's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. It's like, says who, <laughs> right? Like you, okay, build your own heaven, right? It's like exactly. you so perfect, you know, you be God, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and here's a tax collector saying I'm a sinner. And you know, at, at the time, tax collectors were known for like being thieves, right? right they would right. collect tax and then say double, double right. <laughs> right. And, and, and keep the rest for themselves. Right. And, and this guy is he won't even look to the heavens because right. he knows that he's not worthy. You know, he's not even worthy to look upon God. And he's just like, I'm a sinner. And that's how we all need to approach the throne. We right. all are sinners. We we sin in our words, in our actions, Everything. in our thoughts, mm -hmm. in what we do, in what we fail to do. None of us is completely righteous. Absolutely. So we can, yes, we can list our long list of accreditations before God, but God knows what we haven't done. He knows our thoughts. He knows what we, what we, we, what we did. 
And so and what we're, we're about to do. What we're about to do, right? So, you know, who right. which one of us can really say we're one hundred percent blameless like Jesus Correct. Christ? Correct. Not any of us. Right. And right. so when Jesus tells this parable right after he tells the parable about the persistent widow, he's saying that the, this 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 is how you go to God. Mm -hmm. You pray continuously, but remember to be humble. Yes. You're yes, not yes. righteous before God. Yes. God makes that determination. He makes that determination. I agree, sis. And I think that this parable teaches the difference between humility and pride. Yeah. Right? Because humility is humbling yourself. It's going as low as you can go is saying that you're not worthy of anything. It's saying that, you know, you know, you're not deserving of anything. So you're praying for that while pride is like, Oh, well, I have this and I have that. And I know I'm best and I'm I'm better. And you cannot have that. Like pride is nothing. You, you have to have pride in your, in who you are, but you're not supposed to be prideful. <laughs> you know, and there's a difference between that. And I think that this is showing that, you know, Having that pride or being prideful is not of God. And all of those wonderful things that you could have, that can be taken away because of that one thing. And God does not like that. You cannot be boastful. Oh, that's a good point that, you know, everything that you're, you, you're standing upon can right. be taken away from yes, you because you easily. didn't have humility, right? They Correct. say pride comes before the fall. Ooh. So, you know, you don't want to be so prideful that you lose everything. The fall happens. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It goes, yes. you know, it makes me think about like Will Smith. I constantly think about mm. him because he was held to such a high Highest standard, thing, right? Yes. Like this guy was the pillar. He was the example. He was the good Negro, right? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and to see him do that, like, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about when he went on the Oscar stage and slapped. Chris Rock across his face because right. he made a joke about his right. wife, Jada Pinkett's hair. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was so out of character, but you know how, to me, it was like Will Smith of all people are like, what makes you think that that was okay? That you were so confident in yourself that you can just go up on stage in front of all your peers, all mm -hmm. your colleagues, your whole industry, right. biggest award night mm -hmm. and do that try to humiliate someone else because right. they made fun of your wife, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's just not an appropriate... Who humiliated you, by the way. Right. In, in a, you know, <laughs> because of her actions, you know? So it's like... You, Wrong doesn't make, you know, you can't, you can't, what did, what did, what did we say? Two wrongs, Two don't, wrongs make don't make a yeah. right. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what he did. So right. He I couldn't agree. fix his situation Correct. by his actions. Right. And, you know... You know, he didn't have to be prideful, right? All of us would boast his accomplishments. accomplishments. We would say he's this, he's this, mm -hmm. he's great. Look at him, look at him. A pillar of the community, good father, yes. good husband. Like we would all boast about him. Right. But in that instant, that he fell, instant. fell from high esteem. Yes. And then, you know, I mean, I know how I feel about the situation, but he's in a room full of his colleagues and in his industry. Right. And they're not black, right? right? And a lot of them are not black. And they don't have this kind of understanding about, you know, when people say protect black women, mm -hmm. right? They don't mm -hmm. understand why people say that, right. the concept, the 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 idea behind it and the need to step up for black women right. who are constantly stepping up for right. black men, right? They don't really understand that dynamic. Right. And so you're kind of like airing dirty laundry, mm -hmm. right? Because Chris Walk is black, Jada Pink is black, Will Smith is black. Mm -hmm. There's this community understanding in that situation. I'm not saying what he did was right, right. but there's this 
kind of a, a, a different perspective right. that you may see if you are a black person right. in America. Right. And so this whole thing that he did in front of everyone and he still wins an award because now they can't right. take it so away. He's but he's been honored with he's the highest honored, esteem right. at the time and then does the lowest of the low. Lowest thing. For he, something that, again, you know where they say, you know, you, you, you want a biscuit for something that you're supposed to do. Yes, as a man, you're supposed to protect you know, and honor your, your wife. However, in this particular case, that's not the way you go about not it. Not the way you do it, not, not the, the time, not Correct. the place, Correct. like right. not you the appropriate action. To, you still need to be humble. <laughs> right, right. And it, it was a humbling experience, yes. right? Because his pride went before his fall. Correct. Because even though he still won an award, mm -hmm. he had to go up there so sorrowful because it's like I made this I huge monumental experience. Um, um, mistake. I humiliated myself. Mm -hmm. I humiliated another black man in front of the industry yes. of people who don't look as like us. As a father as well. Right? As, as a, a father. Right. I'm, like you're, you, you have all these things that mm -hmm. come to you on this big night where you're being held at this oh. high esteem, right? That is something to be so proud of. Yes. That is something to be very prideful of. Right. And what happens next is just it's embarrassing. Yes. And it can cost him his career. Right. And and now he has ruined that in a sense that moment. Yeah. Because it would be something that we would have cherished and now it's remembered as that incident. Yeah. It's almost like everything he's worked for has now almost been taken away by that one silly, silly immature. Right? Immature mistake. Yeah. yeah. For something he felt like he was justified for, but in Not that in moment, that he felt he was justified. Yes. And, and and I think, you know, he later realized what he did was wrong. He knew what he did was wrong, but it it took away, like you said, it like this prideful situation is forever marked by his his actions, his immature actions. And that's pride before the fall. Because how dare you boast up your chest? And and we and we we're thinking about these things like you're embarrassing us, right? Like as black people, you're embarrassing us. You're you're showing yourself in front of all these people, right. and they're like, oh, we can never invite them to awards again, right? Like these are the things that we right. think about, right? Because right. people always tell us you got to be on your best behavior because then people will not invite you back, or people don't want to be around you. They're gonna lump you into like the bad the bad group, right? Because right. you know, being a good black person means that you're an exception, right? You're the exception to the rule. You're exceptional. And it's not like, no, I'm just a human person who's just good at what I'm doing or a good person or whatever. You're, you carry, we carry our race with us. And, and it's so, so embarrassing. It is. It's so embarrassing. And it, and it, you know, it scars this whole thing. Not that it should, Mm -hmm. But, you know, it puts a perception in people's eyes about black males, black women, yeah. this whole thing. You know, they're reading into a situation that they don't understand. Right. Right. And, and this is the whole point about, like, always being humble. Yes. You know, because even if you're like, man, God got me so many ways, so many times. Look how much, you know, yeah. you're going to rub that in someone's face. You're right. going to be like, well, it doesn't matter what bad things that happened to me because, because God got God me. Money. Yes. Yeah. It's important to, you know, yeah. to show your faith. But imagine someone who just got robbed and you're like, well, I got robbed last week and, you know, God got me anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I don't know if that's if the right response right, right now. In that time, right? right. Because right. because 
sometimes if you don't humble yourself, you will be humbled. Yes. You know, and it, it and it, it doesn't have to be God. Mm -hmm. Life can humble you. Life. 100%. I have been humbled yes. in serious situations yes. where I was like, man, I should have just kept my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. Man, I shouldn't have done that. Man, if I just, you know, like you think about every 20 hindsight is 2020. 20. Yeah. But if we just practice humility, it would it would go a long way. Right. And here you know? in the highest respect, this Pharisee couldn't practice humility. No. In the most sacred moment. Right. Right. So imagine how he acts outside of his relationship with right. God. Right. It's it's interesting like you said, you know, that God has a way of humbling you if you're not humble. Because I remember I talked about this incident before when, you know, someone you know, uh, drove me like, like I was driving on the, on the belt parkway and I felt like they had no driver's etiquette. So I drove up to this person to let them know that you have no driver's etiquette. And they're like, what? So I'm like cursing at this person and they have a debt in their car. And I'm like, that's why you have a debt in your car. And it was so stupid because I don't even care about cars like that. But at that moment, I felt like I wanted to throw it in their face that I had a much nicer car. In fact, I just bought my car. So it was like two weeks old, you know, shiny white with the cute, you know, emblem, diamond encrusted emblem. I was doing the most, right? And I was just doing so much, so out of character just to prove a point. I don't even know what point I was trying to prove. And I pull over, not pull over, I exit. And as I'm exiting, someone comes and rams in the back of my vehicle wow. and then leaves the scene. Wow. And I'm thinking it's the person who I was cursing out, telling them that they have dents in their car and look at what they're driving and look at what I'm driving. And it was someone totally different who probably did not even know that I was doing this, who I, I don't know if it was a drunk driver. I don't know what happened, but they left the scene. And then I had to now chase that person. And to this day, the insurance never, well, they covered it, but it still looked like they couldn't, um, I call it, they couldn't catch the person because when the police actually did run the report, it showed that person was on the Bell Parkway, but by the time the adjusters got to that person's house, there was no dent. They got their damages, you know, fixed and repaired, like within the first couple of days of the accident. So it humbled me because it made me say, here's the first time that I've ever boasted about something I have over someone who had less, or at least it looked like they had less, and look at what God did. It's like, don't ever, ever do that again. So it just, it, it was really, really an eye opener for me. And it was like, gosh, the one time, like, gosh, come on, God, like people get away with mad stuff. Like, <laughs> I do this one thing and you cost me a thousand dollars deductible. Like, really? Like, that's good for me. And like, you know, as God is African, he's good for you. Eh? That's what you get. You open your mouth. This is what happens. Right. And this, so I don't do it. I don't care what's happening. You know, for, oh, look, you have us and that. It's just a car. It's not a big deal. Please. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not that serious. Yeah. Like your car is very nice. No big deal. It's yeah. good. Yeah. We all have nice cars. You know, I yeah. don't, I don't play that. I don't want to pay that deductible again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's an ex you know? expensive, humbling expensive moment. Expensive, humbling moment. Yes. <laughs> and and yes. we don't want that. We want to mm -hmm. avoid that. And, right. and this is why Jesus is telling us this mm -hmm. parable so that we can avoid this kind of disgrace. Yes. Disgrace Not in front it. of people. Disgrace in our pockets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. We don't want, we want to avoid those things. But yeah, like the same way where you're like, God, I've never done this. And, and, you know, I learned this the really hard way. Right. You know, sometimes when I talk to God, I'm like, well, why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? I'm good. I'm doing, right. you know, I'm reasoning with him. Right. Like in my, in my style, like, 
I should have this because I am X, Y, Z and I've done this. And there are people who have what I desire who don't do anything. Mind you, I don't really know, right? Like I can see only a few things and I can point out their flaws, right? Mm -hmm. Not like mine are not visible. They're they're there. Mm -hmm. But you know, that whole thing about like thinking, how do we even perceive God, right? If we can't be humble in front of him, do we actually know who God is? Exactly. Like this mass of our universe, the author and finisher of our faith, right, our right. destiny, our eternal, our creator. We're not treating him As the way that we need to. Exactly. Right. That's why we have we, we're humbled sometimes. Right. Yeah, right. It, it's true. I, I like the fact that you mentioned that we're not treating him in the way we're supposed to because we don't see him. Right. So because we don't see him and he's not tangible and not tactile, we just we, we, we want to use him when we need something. And then when things are good, it's like, oh, okay. You know, and I think that's that's where our pride gets in the way. Yeah. We have to know that everything is given to us by him yes. and only him. Yeah. So if we live in that mindset, we will be grateful for everything. Yeah. The air we're breathing, the water we get, you know, because they're you just think about countries that don't have running water or you know, or the air quality is pure, um, um poor. Like just things that are free. Yeah. Are, are, are something that we don't even appreciate. So if we know and believe that everything we have, God has given to us, that should humble us alone. Amen. 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 I love it. Yeah, I think that this was a really, really, really great parable. And, and definitely teaches me about humility because I've definitely been the person who's listed <laughs> off my good deeds to God. I mean, not not to say that I haven't done, don't, don't tell them the you know, don't repent for the, my sin. Right. Right. But I always compare myself to other people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, you know, it's a humbling lesson when, when you see people getting things you want, you're like, I work so hard right. for it and I don't know. And I don't know why. And it's, it's probably because I'm, I am not humble, you know, and I have too much pride. It, it's funny you say that though, because I, I think about that too. Sometimes like I think of myself as being such a great mom and a great wife. And I'm like, why do I get into these relationships that to me don't honor me, I feel in the way I deserve to be honored. So I get that. It, I don't think that's abnormal to feel, No, you know, no. but then I see other women who mistreat their husbands, talk to them any kind of way, don't even dish food for them because they're like, you know, I'm an African woman, they don't dish out food. They're like, you got two hands, go do it yourself. And I'm like, I would never do that. But yet still those husbands are so wonderful to those wives. I'm like, what? Must I be that kind of woman just to get, you know, somebody who's going to be great and honor me and be so, so I get that feeling, but I think that also just praying for guidance and and discernment and, and being humbled and just saying, you know, God, you know, I just, I just pray for somebody who, who, who will be good, who will be kind, you know, who will treat me with the utmost respect, who will love me like he loves you. That's actually what I pray for now. And I think that is changing my perspective about how even just in general, just relationships with, with not only your partner, but with your friends, with your coworkers, with, with, with the world, with family. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. I, I, I yeah. really, really love that you said that, mm-hmm. Philia, because it is so important that, you know, part of humility is about staying in your own lane. Yeah. Mind your business. Right, right, right. You worry about what's going know, on over there. And know your role. <laughs> know your role. Think about what's going on in your household. Yes. Pray about it. Work on that. Work on Don't that. compare yourself to other Correct. people. I think that's a very, very, very important part of being mm-hmm. humbled is to kind of just focus on your own situation. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this was really great. A lot it. of lot of lessons um, that I actually didn't think of yeah. when I was initially reading it. So thank you for the wonderful discussion, Philia. Awesome. <laughs> and we want you to stay tuned for announcements and closing prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today on the parable of the Pharisee and tax collector. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. And before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close in prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast on the parable of the growing seed found in the book of Mark chapter 14, verses 26 to 29. We will also be hosting our next Wisdom Wednesday live on YouTube next Wednesday, August 24th at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Treading Faith is also our Instagram handle. Follow our IG page to keep current on what is happening with Treading Faith. Lastly, our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, our website, treadingfaith.captivate.fm, and where other podcasts are found. You can subscribe and share with friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now, let's join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible, because according to Isaiah 55, 11, God's word will not come back void. And because we also believe our prayers are strengthened in number, we ask that you come together in agreement with us for this prayer. Lord God, our heavenly father, King of kings, Lord of lords, heavenly hosts, we pray that you hear our prayers. According to Matthew 18, 20, when two or more are gathered in your name, you are present. So we thank you for your presence today. And we thank you for your presence continuously in our lives. Father God, we thank you for the lessons that we are learning from the season of the power parables. We know that the parables as told by Jesus Christ is meant for us to learn the dynamic principles of the kingdom of heaven, your kingdom, so that we can apply it into our lives and that we can understand your view, your principles, and what heaven is like. Father God, we learned about the, the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector so that our minds can be open to what humility looks like, what true repentance looks like, what reverence and respect for the glory of God looks like. Some of us, including myself, Father, we have stood before you beating our chest or puffing up our chest to let you know all the good that we have done. We have also compared ourselves to others and used sin, sins as measuring sticks to say that we are better. Oh, Father God, cleanse us. Cleanse us of our sins of boastfulness and pridefulness. Open our minds to let us see our folly. Lord, Father, God, we don't want to fall into the snare and the trap of pridefulness. We don't want a bite of humble pie that's bitter and humiliating. Lord, change our hearts and our minds to see the way in which you have called us to be humbly before you. According to Proverbs 29, 23, once pride will bring him low, 
but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. Father God, we ask that we have lowly spirits before you when we enter the, the throne of grace, your presence, O oh Lord. We ask that you see us, Father God, in a way that we can be cleansed, in a way we can be reconciled. We pray that the Holy Spirit helps us strip away the things that prevent us from seeing ourselves as sinners and coming before you humbly. We don't want pridefulness. We don't want the consequences of pridefulness because according to Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty, haughty spirit before a fall. There are many lessons that we have seen from others who have shown their pridefulness and we have seen their fall. Father God, let us not be counted amongst them. Teach us to be humble. Give us a humbling spirit in everything we do. Even if people sing our praises, Father God, we still want to be humble and give you glory because it's not us, it is you. And we cannot justify ourselves. You justify us. You call us, you reconcile us, you cleanse us. Proverbs 11.2 says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble, there is wisdom. We pray for wisdom, Father, for all of us. Because your word says if any of us lacks wisdom, all we have to do is ask. So we humbly ask you to grant us wisdom. Open our eyes to see, ears to hear, and our minds to understand. Colossians 3.12 says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. These are the characteristics that you, our Father, have asked us to wear. We may struggle at times, especially in this world, where we're supposed to boast and show off. But Father God, we don't want to be in a position where our boastfulness brings us alone. We don't want to be in a position where our boastfulness becomes a point of contention in any relationships or destruction for us. Because anything that we can boast upon, Father, it can be taken away. But it is your glory. It is your grace. It is your blessing. It is your mercy. It is your salvation that belongs to us, that you have so freely given to us by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, that we wear these robes that cannot be taken off. So help us keep our robes of glory that we are not worthy to receive. Allow us to see ourselves the way you see us. Allow us to re-examine ourselves internally and become better. Allow us to change our minds, our attitudes, our words, our actions, so that they re represent you and the kingdom principles that you have instilled 
that we are learning. For Proverbs 2, 4 says, the reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. So Father God, we come before you to choose life. We come before you to be justified. We come before you to beg for your grace and your mercy. Things that we do not deserve, but because you love us, you give. We thank you. Allow a transformation to take place right now in each and every single one of us so that we can be restored and reconciled, that we can see the errors of our ways and turn things around because it's never too late to repent. Father God, we humbly ask you to hear our prayers. Matthew 18, 19 says, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done by our Father in heaven. So we come into agreement when we say amen, amen, amen. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you, Father. We love you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We love you and have a blessed week. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye.